What's up, world? Welcome to the positive truth, uplifting, and positive news to help you believe in yourself and the world around you. Tim, what are we trying to bring? Here at the positive truth, we're trying to bring awareness, empowerment, inspiration, optimism, and understanding to communities everywhere. Uh, JP, how are you, sir? I am doing stupendous. How are you doing, Tim? Doing pretty well. Doing pretty well. It's Inspirational Fridays. We have two inspirational stories. Tim, do you want to start us off? Yeah, I got one. I got a pretty cool one, I think. So I have by the name of Herman uh, Cruz. Herman Cruz is a school bus driver, um, and he's not just a regular school bus driver. Um, He's not a teacher. He's not a librarian, um, but he's one of those school bus drivers that go above and beyond. Um, He goes above. He just does something amazing. And basically what he's doing is, JP, um, he was one day he was in in the school uh, walking to go get like a a sheet, like a clock in sheet or something. Right. And he was listening to one of his students ride the bus uh, talking to his teacher. And uh, the teacher basically was letting him know, you know, he was struggling with reading. um, And the teacher, the student was like upset with it. You can see that he was visibly upset. And Herman was basically like, man, let me see how I could help. Um, I'll tutor this kid, you know. Um, to help volunteer. And the student got really happy because he wasn't learning any other way. Um, So Herman basically started off with one kid helping this kid. There's a little spot in the library that he would go to in the corner of the school and help this kid for about 30 minutes, right? He would help him start improving his reading. Another kid would find out and it just kept growing. Start off with one kid, two kids, five kids, 10 kids. So he's just helping out kids as much as he possibly can, help them with reading. Um, the thing, the reason why he does this is his reading is super important to him. He has five kids of his own and he believes that reading expands your mind. Um, so he wants to make sure that he can give these kids uh, the knowledge that he knows he receives from reading. So not only does he make his own children read, he wants to help these kids at school understand what they're reading. Um, so JP, I knew you would love this story, by the way. Um, so basically, Herman decided, you know, this is what I'm going to do. Doesn't ask anything for it at all whatsoever. But the cool thing about it is the school caught, you know, just of what he was doing. And they were like, hey, man, this is amazing. Like, they basically get together with other organization. And this other organization is like, you know what, we're going to do something, uh, about Mr. Herman here. He's doing so much, so many amazing things. So basically the school called him to come in one day and he had no idea that the whole school was outside in this courtyard, like waiting for him, um, cheering him on. And he was just super confused. And uh, Scholastic uh, Books basically donated a thousand books to the school because of Herman, because of him, they found out what he was doing for these students. And on top of that, um, the school built a little spot for him to tutor these students as well, too, in the corner of their school, um, just as a bus driver. And you can see Herman in this uh interview that I that I um, got from today dot com um, just visibly super happy and like you could tell he wasn't doing it for himself he was doing it for these kids and the fact that these books got donated didn't go to his house didn't go to his children and went to these kids that he's been trying to help and it made him just as happy as if he won the lottery or something man and I was just like man this is so positive truth worthy we have to talk about it here so everybody knows that stuff like this is actually going on in the world. People are really giving back to their communities without asking for anything back. They're not asking for an interview. They're not asking to be talked about on somebody's podcast. They're truly out here just trying to make a difference in their community the only way they know how. And people like Herman Cruz are the reason why we do this podcast, man. So shout out to him and shout out to that positive news story. Take that world. Perfectly said, Tim. Perfectly said. Shout out and do rags off to Herman Cruz. One man just 
helped so many kids in his community. That's what it's all about, man. I really have nothing else. I think you summarized it perfectly. Kind of jealous. Kind of jealous of that summary. (laughs) The note-taking is working. The note-taking is working. (laughs) I'm kind of jealous because now I got to follow that up. But I think I got a good one. So you, your inspirational story was about, was for me. Mine is going to be for your wife, Edna. But before we get to that... We got to pause and do audio meditation. It's where me and Tim talk about one thing we're grateful for each because in the stresses of life, we have to overlook all the great things going on in our own lives. We encourage everyone listening to think of one thing you're grateful for as well. Guaranteed to make your day so much more positive. Tim, what are you grateful for today? Man, so I, there's, I have so many things to be grateful for, but one thing that keeps popping in my head right now, I watched Edna and Layla get into an argument and they looked exactly the same. And I was like trying to see who was going to cave first. And I, it was obvious Edna was caving first. So I had to like tell Layla to calm it down a little bit. And she like visually like shook her whole body. And like, I could see my wife's attitude leaving her body and like, but I love mom. It's, it's okay. And then she goes back to yelling at, at Edna. <laughs> Dog, when I say it was the funniest moment, I had to turn around so Layla couldn't see me laugh. And then Edna was just rolling her eyes, trying to keep her her composure together. So I'm grateful for moments like that where I'm just like, man, we really got to watch how we act in front of these kids because they're sponges and they're just like us. But it was just one of those things that I'm like, man, moments like that are what I live for, bro. <laughs> moments like that. You're supposed to diffuse those moments, Tim, not a... It's- I try so hard to defuse them, but whenever funny stuff like that happens, you know, I said, and I'm like, hold up. What is going on right now? Why are you talking to your mom like that? And then I look at Edna and it's the same little ponytail to the side that Layla has on right now too on Edna's head, bobbing back and forth. I'm like, oh man, this is too much. This is comedy right now. I'm loving everything about it right now at the house. Tim's going to be the person that gets the phone call where like LA or Layla does something funny, like a prank or something, or says a funny joke and gets in trouble. Tim's going to be like, you said what? <laughs> You're just going to laugh with it. That's going to be you. Yeah. I'm trying so hard not to be that parent, but I already am. It's so bad. And I'm just like, man, I need to get it together. I need to be like that. I guess I don't know. I don't think I'm stone like- face, Tim. The poker face. It's so hard, man. My daughter got me wrapped around her finger, man. It's it's ridiculous. <laughs> well, what Tim's grateful for is the opposite of what I'm grateful for. I'm grateful for teamwork. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's got to play their part, you know what I mean? Teamwork <laughs> makes the dream work. <laughs> Quotes by JP. Um, so another quote by Tim. You always like to say it's not where you start, but it's where... Well, you finish. Okay. So my inspirational story, it's really for Edna, but I think everyone can Whoa. connect to it. Sorry. Go ahead. Well, no, no. Just I was going to say, say it. Tim. What's I going to say? Is it where you come from? Not where you start, where you come from? I don't know. I'd be saying different things all the time. Now I think about it. <laughs> no, no, no you bad. set it up perfectly. You set it okay, up perfectly. Sounds good. So my story from BBC.com is about Jason Ardre. He was diagnosed with autism and global development delay in his early years, and he never spoke until he was 11 years old, right? He couldn't read or write until he was 18. He was born in Chaplin, Southwest London, and he just remembers like his mother loving music. So his mother 
she would always just talk to him, hype him up. She was so focused on developing his self-confidence and his skills. So she would play a w- wide range of music in the hope that it would help him conceptualize language since he couldn't grasp it. And since he couldn't grasp it, he could hear, he learned he loved music. He got a lifelong interest in pop culture. He remembers in 1995, Nelson Mandela, South African president, whenever South Africa captured the national team victory in rugby and him being so inspired because he learned about Nelson Mandela. And he remembers thinking like, if I can't be a professional football player or professional rugby player, then I want to save the world. That's pretty hard to do when you can't speak. By the time he did learn how to speak, he was way behind, way behind. Didn't learn how to read or write till he was 18. But his mom, you know, she was always talking to him. She'd come home. She'd tell him about her her day. She would hype him up constantly, just hype him up. So he said, I want to go to college. So she was like, yeah, go for it. So he went on to get a degree in physical education, education studies from the University of Surrey before training to be a PE teacher. And he got some college mentors, college tutor that helped him learn how to read or write. And she was like, you grew up in a really disadvantaged area. Now you're working as a school teacher, but you have a firsthand insight on systematic inequalities because you're a black man and you're autistic and you can really help youngsters when it comes to education. So at 22, he was like, I'm going to go. I just got a, I just overcame the odds and got a bachelor's degree. Well, now I'm going to get a master's degree. So during the day, he'd work as a PE teacher. And then at night, he tried, you know, getting his master's degree. He was studying sociology. But he really, really, really struggled at it. He went into PE because he didn't need as much reading and writing. When you're getting a doctorate, you need it desperately. So when he was getting his master's, he was writing these academic papers. He's never had any, like, anyone to show him how to do it. He was getting violently rejected. He said the peer review process was so cruel, it became funny. They were mocking me. They said I'd never do it. They said I need to stick to being a PE teacher. You're never going to be able to do this. This is too hard. But he took it as a learning experience, kept pushing. He acquired not one, two masters, and then got a PhD in educational studies. <laughs> then he was like, now that I got a PhD, I really want to talk about my experience I want to be a professor of sociology of education at Cambridge. And he became the youngest ever, ever, Tim, ever black person appointed to a professorship at the University of Cambridge. It's not where you start. It's how you finish. He did it at 37. He couldn't even read two decades ago. Take that world. That's an amazing inspirational story. Like there's so many people right now that have disabilities that don't think they're going to be able to do something as simple as just get a job. And this man not only got a job, graduated from college, then got another degree, then got his PhD of all things and became a professor to teach other students with or without disabilities. Come, Man, that's amazing. Come on, man. That's amazing all around history right then and there. Take that world. Yeah. So you can do anything. Now, again, Tim perfectly summed it up. That's our inspirational stories for the week. We'll be back next week with more positive news stories. We finally got Tim a place to record, kind (laughs) of. Don't worry, I'll make it happen next week, Tim. And uh, 
Yeah. We're good. Tim, do you have a quote before we get out of here? Absolutely. Uh, Don't let what you cannot do interfere with what you can do. Quotes by John Wooden. That's that's perfect for the stories today. Indubitably. (laughs) We appreciate everyone listening. We're out. Stay positive.